Don't turn it up, please. It's your man, Ben's Forever, thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing real good. And I mean it. Yes, we in Los Angeles, baby. We're going to see what type of ride we're going to get into tonight. Let me see this one right here. East L.A. woman brutally attacked, sexually assaulted outside her home. Los Angeles. The long road to recovery continues for a 67-year-old woman who was brutally beaten and sexually assaulted outside her East Los Angeles home. And the search is on for her attacker. You can look into Rosalina Martinez's eyes to see her pain. There are the obvious physical ones, such as the bruises and her swollen eyes. You can look into Rosalina Martinez's eyes to see her pain. There are the obvious physical ones, such as the bruises and swollen eyes. But the real pain is so much more than physical after she was attacked in broad daylight by a stranger. All right, this is Los Angeles. Authorities said the attack happened on the morning of Saturday, July 15th, when she was outside sweeping. The stranger, later identified as 21-year-old Sergio Andrew Garcia, pulled up on a bicycle and went straight toward her. She was knocked to the ground as he began punching her in the face over and over again. And if that wasn't traumatizing enough, Martinez told news sources he tried to rape her. After punching her, he he proceeded to pull pull down her pants and undergarments. When neighbors heard her screaming for help, they jumped and, and, and scared the suspect away. They jumped in. One of the neighbors tried to follow the suspect, but when he turned on them, they stopped and he got away. All right. So when he jumped back and acted crazy, the the neighbors that was chasing the suspect, they like stopped and he got away. A neighbor recorded the suspect on their cell phone which helped lead investigators to identify Mr. Garcia. What the fuck? He, he looked like he a little young. I thought it was like a middle-aged dude that did that. Garcia is described by authorities as a Hispanic man, five, five tall, five foot five inches tall, and weighing about 180 pounds. Anyone with information is to ask is asked to contact the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. God damn, what the fuck? That shit's so crazy. Um, The Hollywood strike. Let me deal with that real quick. Hollywood on strike. How this labor dispute stacks up against history. The common refrain is that there's nothing like Hollywood loves so much as its own history, but that's a history, you know, inextricable from its labor movements. As the industry comes to a momentous, 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 
like a mom of 10 years. Damn, I'm saying that shit wrong. As the industry comes to like a halt, all right? I'm going to just say it like that. I couldn't even pronounce this shit. And I know what the word means and everything. Momently, but they say it in a way, all right? As the industry comes to a halt, courtesy of dual strikes by actors and its screenwriters, it's worth looking back at the effects of past protests, walkouts, and other actions. The screen actor's goal and the screenwriter's goal, the forerunner to, to today's writer's goal, Gil, of America, were each founded in 1933. The screen actor's uh, goal and the screenwriter's goal, you know what I'm saying? It all was founded in 1933. That's when they first started. Through threads of collective action and solidarity run to the very beginnings of motion picture industries. As as its founding, SAG boasted less than two dozen members. 90 years later, 65,000 SAG AFTRA members are on strike. The two actors' unions merged in 2012. For a few decades, strikes erupted as a regular cadence. The first actors' strikes came in the 1950s, and the SWG strike in 1953 secured the first television residuals. But protests, but the protests largely tapered off by the late 1980s. Before 1950 strikes were about basic working conditions, said Kate Fort Miller, associate professor of film and media history at Georgia State University and is an expert on Hollywood labor history. Post-1950, the concerns are more about residuals, replays, so like distribution. So it's less about sort of how we are working and more about how do we share in the profits that our continuous to generate, that our work continues to generate. I'm sorry, excuse me. She said, the 2023 strikes, Fort Miller stated, marks a return to the more fundamental concerns about working conditions and existential worries about the industry's future. Throughout it all, the, the guilds have faced essentially the same opponent the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. First, a conglomerate of studio heads is evolved to include studios and networks. And now both streamers and other major production companies, Fort Miller stated. These streaming companies have organs in tech. All right. And tech is a very different labor culture than Hollywood, in part because tech is not heavily unionized and Hollywood has been for almost a hundred years Fort Miller stated characterizing I said characterizing where else characterizing I don't even see it. characterizing a major animated factor in AMPTP's evolution you gotta figure out all the acronyms yourself cause I'm not finna keep going back and forth in a rare but major exception the studios were not a combatant in one of the Hollywood's most lurid strikes.
227-day dispute between two so-called below-the-line unions that became defined by a single day. Whether you prefer bloody or black, as the descriptor to that Friday in early October 1945, the resulting moniker for the Malay, Malay is the Warner Brothers studio lot is appropriately weighty and may be tempted to prognosticate about the end of the concurrent strikes, but history is a little hope here. Past strikes have spanned months and last minutes. Nonetheless, they're instructive for how the issues that drove the conflicts and the resolutions set the stage for today's disputes. Each success Failure has contributed to shaping the contemporary landscape. Here's a look at some of the most significant strikes in Hollywood labor history. My name is Jessica. Well, that's a lot, I came man. To Morgan and Morgan after a I don't even think I got to talk about all process, of this. I, was oh, able to- I don't got to talk about all of this, but they got a serious thing that's going on. And they're talking about it's the tech. When they say it was the tech, they're talking about AI, the people that invented AI. And they got, and not just AI. Well, it's AI because they got like a whole bunch of different angles to AI. Like, it could be one actor playing a whole bunch of actors. It could be one human person with their mannerisms and stuff like that. Or it could be multiple mannerisms and stuff, right? And then they use those probably 10 different people and then that's all they need for the damn movie and stuff like that because they could like put like a digitized um they could digitally change your face into somebody else's face like they could use a old school tom cruise from back in the day when the first top gun came out and they could put it in your face and you basically are tom cruise playing in this different movie. Like, they don't even need the actors anymore. Or they already got their mannerisms and the ways they yell ways and how they talk and stuff like that. They have all of that, you know, saved on a goddamn hard drive and they can fucking make a movie at any given time. So that's what um, Hollywood is facing. And the people are not getting residuals. Like, the people, like, the actors... Um, the background actors, uh, who else you want to call it? It's not just them. I'm talking about production management, um, the people that pick out the clothes, the costume designers, the fucking everything. The people, I'm talking about all types of shit. The people that fucking have turned on the lights and got the uh, um, camera, the people who hold the camera, people who like edited the video visuals and shit like i'm talking about all of that stuff you get what i'm saying they they don't get paid like they get paid probably lesser than goddamn walmart workers that's what's going on right now so and then you got big ceos they get all of the money and selected a class um how you call it a class say a class um Actors, you know what I'm saying? Like the big giant actors are getting the paycheck, and but the other people really ain't getting nothing for their work and stuff like that. They just they get they 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 being used like slaves. But like the tech companies that they were talking about in the article that I was just reading to you, straight up 
they don't really even need the actors no more. They just need like a body, like like a body, and they just in this goddamn room all day making movements and mannerisms and all types of stuff, and that's it. Don't need no actor. They could use the actor visuals and attach it on that body that's doing all the mannerisms, and boom, you got your actor right there. The, 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 they got the AI voices already, so that's what's taking over the Hollywood. They don't need human beings no more. That's basically what's going on, straight up. So all of that that I'm reading to you and stuff like that. You know, I was just reading it so you can understand what's going on a little bit, and then I'll just break it down for you on my take, my point of view. You see what I'm saying? You could break it down yourself just by listening to me, your man Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud. This is what I do. You see what I'm saying? But AI will keep evolving. They're still working on the um, software, and AI is evolving rapidly And my fucking... Uh, if you ask me, that bitch is evolving super fast. So fast, I don't even know what to tell you and shit. But I'm doing my own thing, you see? Like, down the line, I could get replaced. Like, but what type of world are we going to have if we live with robots and computer-based where software controlling everything we do? How the hell a human being going to live? I don't think humans could be replaceable because I believe humans are the creators. That's what I really believe, but I don't know. I just broke it down that they had strikes in the 1945s and then they had ones in the 80s and stuff like that. So this could be just some type of fear monger to scare the public or something like that since election year is coming next year. So you already know what I do. It's your man, Ben's Forever. Thinking out loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Box Benji. You see what I'm saying? You can follow me on Instagram, which is Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. That's B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You see what I'm saying? All right? Rumble and Twitch, same name. And you could go to TikTok, which is underscore Murder Envy. That's M-U-R-D-E-R. E-N-V as in Victor, I-I, all right? So holla at you, man. I'll be back later with some more segments. Peace. Boom. It's that home line. Going turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Going turn it up, please. I done fell in love with you. Going turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Want to make a podcast? Spotify. Got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here's how it works Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, 
It's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level. And I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. I highly recommend it and give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.